<laughs> Thank you. Welcome to High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick, and welcome to episode 34. That's just a wild guess, as it is every week. Uh, thank you, Justin. Uh, and today we have our first special guest of what we hope will be many. Uh, Jake, take it away. So our special guest is none other than my friend and boss, Alex Talcott, who is a lawyer out of New Hampshire. He works for a company he find, uh, founds, advises, and invests in. These include real estate and technology ventures. That's actually what brings him here today. Uh, that, those technology ventures include gaming tech, which provided him a very good excuse to mix pleasure and business by going to a gaming expo. So, Alex, why don't you tell us about any sports business you've done before? Yeah, sure. Uh, good to join you guys. I'm joining you guys from uh, Durham, New Hampshire today. Go Wildcats. And, yeah, I, I get myself jobs as a lawyer by uh, making myself the lawyer on my deals. So uh, that's a fun way to get hired when you hire yourself. And when you're a lawyer, you know, it's generally said if you represent yourself, you have an idiot for a client. Um, <laughs> and, you know, fortunately for me, I represent myself not when I'm in trouble, but when I'm doing deals. Before I did my own deals, uh, I helped companies and I helped lawyers helping companies figure out different deals. I worked for a law firm in New York City, um, which is known for helping with the acquisition of the Marlins and later the Red Sox. And I was with them at a time when they were doing quite a bit of work on NHL uh, franchise bankruptcies. So the Ottawa Senators, once upon a time, were just... I helped a business in name only. And I know that... Uh, Hockey is an okay sport to mention here because Jake or whoever was manning the uh, Twitter account earlier today, there we go. We were talking about uh, how much we like the uh, the retro black eight games a season hockey jerseys that have been rolled out. I mean, they're only $300, no big deal. Um, <laughs> but New Hampshire, man, we get to save on the sales tax at least. But, but yeah, so, so, so I enjoyed that law firm, which had a, a sports law practice, which is really the way that you have to go if you're a lawyer who's interested in doing stuff in sports. Um, I remember I knew I wanted to be a lawyer, and if I really thought about dream job type roles, I would have loved to have been in the uh, legal department of the New York Mets, which is my childhood baseball team. You can't see it now, but I do have tons of Red Sox stuff behind me now. I have my National League side of my background and my American League side. Um, but then I looked at like the, the Mets legal department and I saw it was all of three attorneys. And so I was like, ooh, you know, that, that's not so great. And I, and I looked at people like David Stern, the commissioner of the NBA, and I saw that he was at a law firm called Proskauer Rose. A law firm that I first did work with was called Sherman and Sterling. They're both law firms that have strong sports law practices. And so supporting some of the cutting edge deals that they were doing was something that I did in my uh, late teens, early 20s. After college, I went to Notre Dame for law school, and um, you know Rudy uh, became part of the team before he was part of the team by helping to paint them helmets. Um, I'm not handy with a spray can, so I tutored student athletes uh, at Notre Dame, and that was a blast. I had a McDonald's All-American basketball player who I worked with in freshman philosophy. I had a special teams football captain but you know, all the jock sniffers wanted to work with like the basketball players and the football uh, players, but you had to help out anybody who came. So I also helped out 
uh, gymnastics team members and fencers and volleyball players. And I was the maniac who went to their games too and was like among the few cheering in the crowds for the non-revenue sports, but I absolutely loved it. And I increasingly find myself working with student athletes in different ventures that I do now, whether I'm investing in real estate or companies, um, you know, no hate to your generation, but maybe a little hate to your generation, you know, pretty entitled. I'm not a total old fogey. I'm not a generation older than you. I'm only a half generation older than you, but, <laughs> but yeah, definitely some, some snowflakes and stuff. And I enjoy, you know, I'm not a tyrant by any means, but I talk pretty fast. I talk pretty directly. And I find that student athletes, um, be they hockey players or football players, offensive linemen are my favorite because they really work hard without any glory whatsoever. Um, I actually worked talking about, talking about a student athlete. I actually uh, worked a couple summers ago with a starting long snapper at Stanford. And if you ever see the Wonderlick tests type stuff, it's the long snappers who are you the, usually the smarty pants on the field. So a Stanford long snapper is like a really great combination of you know, resilience and effort and smarts. So um, I'm currently working with the captain of the UNH uh, hockey team and um, one of the leading defensive players on the UNH team uh, for football is somebody who I work with. Um, really, really, really love working with student athletes. I find when I travel for work, a lot of the circles that I'm running in are just like winners who are like physically fit and killing it in business. I'm only sort of one out of two at the moment. See, and again, the camera's not working, so you can't see my dad gut, that's cool. Um, but usually when I'm like rolling with different people who are killing in business, it's like so often, they were like division one college athletes or something. So that's kind of an interesting thing when you get older, it seems to be a lot of the most successful people are, you know, winning in different domains of life. But, um, you know, the sports stuff now is really interesting because sports gaming is really blowing up in a field that I'm working in, and that's the Web3 space. So we're doing a little bit of Web3-ish stuff just by virtue of connecting on Discord now. Discord's huge for people in the Web3 and NFT community to inspire on the evolution and revolution that is the future. And uh, an awful lot of those people are, uh, are gamers, you know? Uh, so I, I'm interacting with a lot of people who are gamers, who are sports video game enthusiasts. And, uh, you know, I go where the money is and where the interest rates aren't. So banks have been awful, you know, for any of you guys who may be looking to, you know, borrow money for your first homes or anything like that, you know, uh, man, you guys might be waiting a little while, you know, it's tough to put away that savings if, um, you know, you got inflation and income growth isn't happening so much and, yeah, it's it's a really, really tough time for real estate. So I've shifted from real estate investing to more tech stuff and to more stuff in the entertainment space, which are recession resilient. That's awesome. Uh, I'm only going to take that long snapper comment as a justification to how smart I am because I was a high school long snapper. <laughs> well, it's funny. You, got, you guys are like high school backups. And I was laughing because I was not a high school backup in sports. I was a high school starter. But in volleyball, not in. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's probably a, a wash, right? For being the like record, I was a being a starter in volleyball. For the record, I was a starting long snapper. But 
<laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, that's awesome. No, thank you for that introduction, Alex. And honestly, I didn't know that you had worked or at least been involved with some of those uh, acquisitions and the bankruptcy stuff. So that's awesome. I did not know that. That's so but, cool. I mean, when you work for like a, that's one of the things that you know, I talk with students about sometimes is like, if you get to start out working for um, a company that has clients, um, you don't have to worry about getting like hired by all those clients that people have, have like heard of. So it's like, my sister like works in corporate communications and you know, Toyota was not gonna take her in-house when she was coming out of school as an English lit major from a liberal arts college, you know? But an agency was willing to work her to the bones and let her to do all kinds of projects for different companies who are their clients. So by working for a law firm, and this is true if you work for an investment bank or any other kind of large company, Sometimes you get to work on, you know, projects that are bigger than yourself. And that's always kind of neat, be a small part of something big. Absolutely. And so I know that you mentioned that you're a Mets fan again, which I didn't know. But let's talk about your favorite sports teams. What, what teams are you like fans of? What, where are your, where do your roots lie when it comes to sports? And that's, that's what's hard. So it's like I, grew, I was born in Queens, grew up Long Island, New York. So it was ridiculously easy to get to. Uh, the former Shea Stadium of the New York Mets. It was 25 minutes from around the block from my house. So I had a backyard and a really quick way to see Major League Baseball, which was amazing. And their stadium is adjacent to um, Arthur Ashe Stadium for the US Open. You get to check out tennis. Um, for hockey, it was easier to check out the Rangers than it was the Islanders. So growing up in the 80s, being pretty oblivious to sports, my parents were not sports fans. I was utterly aware that the Islanders were winning four straight Stanley Cups in my in my backyard. <laughs> and then even when I became, um, you know, a teenager and, and maybe a little bit more OK to go to places like malls when malls used to be a thing and in sporting events, um, you know, it was easier to just hop on that same train, going to Madison Square Garden 40 minutes from my house and watch Rangers games. Basketball was tricky because uh, the New York Knicks were extremely expensive, hot ticket. Um, so I couldn't really afford that. But I was able to go see St. John's basketball games at the Garden and other college basketball doubleheaders for five bucks. So that was great. And the two times I did see the Knicks play in my childhood, Patrick Ewing was injured both times. And it was during an era when the backup wasn't even somebody kind of interesting, like a Bill Cartwright or something. Um, I think Brad Lowhouse, uh, yeah, great white, great white hope that he was, was like his backup. So that was, that was kind of unfortunate. And then like when I went to college, I got all into Dartmouth, um, athletics, you know, like nice little eight team Ivy league conference where you just play the other seven teams and the regular season is where it's at. Um, they don't participate in the FCS playoffs under any circumstances the latest college hockey team to start their season because of the academic calendar every year. First college hockey game I ever went to, Dartmouth lost to Princeton 9-0, but I still had a fantastic time. And that's one of those things, if you guys have ever been somewhere for the first time and it rains and you still love it or whatever, you know, that's a sign that you're hooked. So I loved college hockey, even though, you know, my team got spanked. And since then, you know, I, I lived in Chicago for a time. So I, I followed Chicago teams. I add and I don't delete sports. And 
um, because I love my students so much and my business partners, pretty much any time like they're a fan of their alma mater or some school, that just gives me that much more reason to pay a little bit of attention to them. Um, I worked at a school where, a prep school, where the, um, the head of school was the polar bear mascot at Bowdoin College when he was a student. And then I later went into business with a guy who is the Lehigh University mountain hawk. So I, I have a tendency to find my way to meet people who are like nerdy and super enthusiastic about sports uh, to the extent that they either become mascots or um, they make sports podcasts in their spare time. So, so those and y'all are my people. So what I'm hearing is you're a New York sports fan stuck in New Hampshire, much like Kyle is. Well, well, well check this out, man. Like, this is what you can do, like, especially because modern players are, um, are constant free agents. It's pretty easy to spring your teams together by a player who might be a common thread. So yeah. for me, the biggest one was always Tom Seaver because Tom Seaver pitched for the Red Sox and the Mets and the White Sox. So that really connects the places that I've spent most of my time. So at some point, I'm going to have my like artsy daughter make me some sort of like, uh, like quilted sort of sort of together like three team Tom Seaver jersey. Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, no, I did not. I do not know if you know this, but Austin and Kyle are both Yankees fans. So I figured I'd give you that little tidbit of information. Well, yeah. well, here's what I'll here's what I'll say about the Yankees. Um, so so people are familiar with the idea of the curse of the babe. Um, you know, that, that befell the Red Sox for a long time. But as a Mets fan growing up in the 80s and 90s, we would always talk about the curse of Nolan Ryan. So Nolan Ryan was his first major league team was the Mets. He recorded a Angels, um, but yeah, not with the Mets. And then what happened that was even funnier during my childhood was um, guys would who were really good on the Mets would go to the Yankees to throw not only no hitters, but like perfect games. So like David Cone <laughs> threw one for the Yankees after he met Gooden after after winning the Cy Young and the Rookie of the Year the same year in a World Series. He goes and he throws a perfect game, you know, for the Yankees. So um, I'm always pretty good humored about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I mean, most of us, other than Kyle and us, are pretty, I guess, straight up Boston slash New England fans. So. Um, we've kind of been pampered our whole life, right, uh, into this <laughs> oh sort of winning culture. We're reminded by the so. banners every time you go to, like, Logan Airport. It's, like, insane. Exactly. And, and it never oh, gets old about because it just never goes away. It never really goes away <laughs> because there's never really a time where all four teams suck. So even right now, the Patriots suck, but the Bruins and Celtics are fighting for championships this year. So. Nick, you, you know that I'm probably the most spoiled because I'm only a Yankee fan. Oh, so, yeah. like, not in the last 20 have, years, though. Not in no, the last 20 not, years, though. Like, as success goes, they haven't won championships, but they've always been, like, competing for them. So, like, no matter what, I always have a team. Like, almost all four teams my entire life have always been competing for them, like, most of my life. Yeah. yeah. but we've I've, I've about always it. able to find a team to root for because of, um, you know, again, the, those friends teams. So, like, um, you know, thanks to Jake, I, I guess I, I'm going to consider myself a Regent University a uh, fan on some level. Um, I already, I already was an adopted Plymouth State fan, though I have to say, because um, my son plays a lot of sports. He's eight, and he plays lacrosse. His assistant coach this past summer was a guy 
on the um, Plymouth lacrosse team. And I thought he was just a fantastic coach, um, high energy, charismatic, friendly, skilled. And so, um, yeah, I, I have a new reason to root for y'all. Wait, Alex, oh. what position does your son play in lacrosse? I'm just curious. Uh, he's a natural midfielder. He's tenacious. Does he take face-offs? Uh, yeah. I'll teach him for free. Uh, I'm dead I serious. I was, I was recruited yeah, um, to take face-offs. We went to, we went to the, the PLL uh, quarterfinals when they were at Foxborough this summer. Yep. Hey, so did we. Milkman, <laughs> the, the face-off specialist. It was awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and a bunch of us flowing... went there, too, while we were there. Yeah. That's so oh, awesome. Oh, cool. So yeah, little... my son has flowing blonde locks, and so they, they look kind of funny. Sounds like a lax, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got little... surfer hair and, and all that good stuff. He's way cooler than I am. Little known fact, Jacob Shares was a D3 face-off lacrosse recruit. But... <laughs> D3. Oh. D3. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, just come kidding. On. Uh, hey, anyway, that D3 hey, team was competing for national titles. I don't want to hear it. Oh, I, 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 fair enough. Here's, here's, uh, what I'll, here's what I'll say about certain D3 sports and, and D2 sports, too. Um, I taught at a really small college outside of Boston uh, that is no longer. By the time they folded up shop, there were like 900 students or something in Brookline, Massachusetts. So not super easy to pay the bills. And um, they had Division II athletics. They had a pretty good baseball team, actually. But I remember watching um, a student of mine who was on the volleyball team. And it was the first time in my life that I watched sports. And I was like, oh, my God, I could have been a college athlete. You know, there are enough schools that have enough sports, you know, at different levels. Every once in a while, you watch enough weird stuff. You put on ESPN The Ocho sometimes, and, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I could have been a contender. That's so true. No, I, I love Alex. And I have to bring it up because a few things you've said, like, connected. Like, I just bought this house I'm living in, this condo I'm living in, just a few months ago. Uh, I actually work at a giant corporate facility. Um, I must say it because I have to say this for the quarter. I work at Fidelity Investments. Uh, none of my opinions are affiliated with Fidelity Investments in their <laughs> opinions. I must say that because I work there. Well, my uh, opinion it, is I'm happy that they're getting a little bit hip to crypto. They were a little bit faster on the uptake. They on the are now. Yeah, they were about two years ahead of what most people expected. Most people expected about 2024. We are infusing it into 401k plans now. So, yeah. you know, we beat it by a little bit. Um uh, furthermore, I guess I'll bring it into. So being, as you said earlier, being about, oh, I guess I'll bring this up as well. Uh, my girlfriend, or fiance, wow. My fiance. Whoa. 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 State, yeah, I know, right? She was on the Plymouth State Women's Lacrosse team. Uh, all four years, she started all four years except for one game. And she was second team all-conference freshman year. And then the, two of the last three years, she was first team, but the other year was COVID. So she was pretty skilled lacrosse player. And they were always- She was nasty. Yeah, yeah so- uh, just let's say Rowan on the field. No, yeah, yeah on the field. Sport with no pocket to catch. I mean, women's lacrosse sticks are strange. I yes, I've only learned how to catch in their sticks. I play with her sister, who's just now going to Keene. Mm -hmm. So I literally just play, uh, play, and it's hard to catch. No, 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 chill out. <laughs> no, what's even worse? I played lacrosse when I was in elementary school for a class, and they made us use the Native American, basically like tennis racket. Oh, that's cold. cool. That's it was really, really sick. so cool. Oh, we that, played so every cool. single day during the fall and spring, and it was really sick. It got to the point that uh, we were all playing a one team. The guy got him and three other teachers, and we ended up smoking them uh, at the end of the year. It was, and we were see? like, 
have you seen any in like new england sometimes they have like the old-timey baseball playing with like different you know those little little gloves and, and all sorts of different stuff and they play by the old rules my favorite old-timey rule is no called strikes which is a part of baseball for a pretty long time <laughs> yeah this one is don't miss and just be better <laughs> yeah, right, or at honestly, some point they started calling strikes as a come on let's move this thing along it was like a discretionary move well, by the yeah other. it's crazy like uh what is this like slow pitch softball where you don't have to like if you don't swing you can't get like struck out yep that's basically what it is and that uh, doesn't sound nuts. fun uh and speaking of getting good or be better uh so alex i have to ask uh about what what's your kind of experience being uh, you know half a generation older what's your experience in the video game space in terms of sports you know the the yeah. prime of madden and 04 and 05 like well, oh, what's your experience man, man. i tapped out way earlier than that and so that's actually <laughs> really really important to me like when i do things that interface with um with like different people and i see like some sort of like a connection or something or people sometimes presume that oh if i'm doing this it must be an og and i must have been with it like all the way through I am, I'll tell you, like, my oldest video game me memory to date myself, the best Christmas ever was 1987 when I got my Nintendo. And I was with my first cousins out in San Francisco, and we we both got our, our full suite sets of Nintendo that year, which came with the Duck Hunt gun. So everybody learned how to put that right up against the screen to cheat and shoot, shoot, shoot. And then it also came with the power pad, which kind of was like Twister, but it was used for like doing track and field games. But the thing frickin' didn't work. You had to stomp down so hard on those little dots, and I could never take off for the long jump at all. So like, I, I was never able to jump a centimeter in that frickin' game. But but it was, it was fun. So like Nintendo was where it's at, but I tapped out um, by Super Nintendo. I didn't even make it to N64. But the last Super Nintendo game that I was really competitive about was ESPN Baseball Tonight. The problem with that game was I played it so much, really picked up the rhythms of it. So I could get on base and then just steal second and then third and then home every time. So all I had to do was like get on base and I just knew exactly when to press things to just be you know, a stealing fool. What's crazy is thinking about too is like how... I remember I, one of the first gaming systems I ever used, it was the Super Famicom. I think it was a Japanese old-timey gaming system. And I remember it was this really old uh, pixel Godzilla fighting game. And I remember those kind of games, if you get a combo down or anything, it is actually so easy to manipulate these much older <laughs> games because the game design is so simple. But yeah. I think nowadays, do you think like games... Do you think games have benefited becoming much, like, at times more complicated to kind of add that challenge to it? You know, I, I think that from the beginning, and, like, I had a friend who had Atari. I never had Atari. Um, but with, with Nintendo, I think that since so many of the, the games were designed in Japan, there, there was, like, so much that was lost in translation from the beginning that if you actually really thought about it, it was complicated. And I was, I'm, like, one of those annoying people who like gets hung up on some of those details. Like I remember I was one of the ones who like would notice like, wait, Donkey Kong is, is a gorilla, not a donkey. Mm -hmm. And like, I also realized weird things like, um, <laughs> what is, what is, uh, 
what is the the full name of the Mario Brothers? Oh, dude, I have no idea. It's it's Mario, <laughs> Mario, and Luigi Mario. Because think about it, if you were like, hey, look, it's the Shares Brothers. Let's go hang out. It's like on the basis of the last name. So if they're the Mario Brothers, that means their name is like Mario, Mario, and Luigi. Mario. Uh, wow, that's oh, funny. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Now I can't beat you in those games, but I can notice like my <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. more important. Maybe that is. That's like, I oh, I ran out of lives. Weird. I ran out of lives on the first uh, on the first little drop there. Yeah. Oh, cool, Mario. <laughs> Last season, Mario. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now one man. one question that's been on my mind is, which in terms of competitive gaming, because that's exploded. Which type or category of competitive gaming has surprised you the most to grow? Whether it be something like Rocket League, or first-person shooters, or, um, uh, or RPGs, kind of, or with um, like League of Legends. Which kind of category of game you, are you surprised has blown up as much as it has? The thing that I'm most surprised about is how um, how universities who are often behind on things. So we talked about you know Fidelity kind of surprising us by being ahead of the curve on certain things company that has a somewhat conservative and cautious and uh, safe um, employee benefits kind of a reputation, you know, sometimes surprises you with how hip they are to things. I've just been surprised with universities um, adopting teams. I taught for five and a half years at Southern New Hampshire University and independent of their online learning brand, you know, they have a physical on-campus gaming team. And that's just been really, really surprising to me. Um, a bit of the work that I'm doing now where the, the crossover for me isn't just like a love of sports and like video games. It really is like, you know, I started out as a financial services attorney, um, kind of flipped the script on that, became a producing financial advisor. And I'm investing in real estate on the side. That grows to a point where I can't compliantly do that uh, any, any further. I can't scale it up anymore. So, um, so I sell that book of business and I focus more on alternative investments like um, real estate, venture capital and, and, and different things. So I, I wind up working my way like through these different financial roles. And then it is, um, it is the, the idea that like, okay, crypto and web three and NFTs have this like natural overlap with the gaming community. And then gaming now has such a significant overlap with like gambling style gaming. And it's only really recently that we're starting to see, you know, you mentioned some of these like competitive um, games. Uh, traditionally, um, a lot of gambling gaming has been games of chance. But we're starting to see, and this is something that I saw at the Global Gaming Expo in Las Vegas, we're starting to see certain elements of skill introduced even to like casino style gaming. So there are games now, for example, that are like slot machines for the most part and fundamentally, but then there's a pinball integration. And I think we're going to see more and more of that where it's not, oh, is it a game of skill or is it a game of chance? It's a little bit of both because we don't need to make binary choices in, in so many aspects of the world right now. So I'll be really interested to see um, whether some of those people who are really, really competitive about um, about their gaming are willing to introduce certain elements of uh, gaming of chance if the pots are that much sweeter or if there's other entertainment value. 
I think definitely if they add a, a level of to these kind of gambling games where you can add a little bit more skill, which gives you at least some kind of hope to do a little bit better. Like I would definitely do more gambling games if there was more I could do to help my chances for sure. So I think so that, here's one I mean, that I think that you would probably like. I saw yeah. this um, at the expo. I, I wound up giving like kind of like free consulting away to this company that I'm not quite sure has figured out a ton on their side. The first mistake that I went when I approached this company was um, asking a few questions a few different ways and not realizing that the people who were staffing the booths were these like, you know, temporary trade show hires who were just, you know, hired to come in and occupy the space and do really basic stuff. And um, I should have known better that when they were getting like upset with me for asking genuine questions of interest, like, yeah, they were projecting that they were feeling dumb and that, that's not what they were there for or whatever. But what I was seeing was um, they had this big sign about about uh, virtual sports gaming, and they had all these different screens of like video game, cartoonized uh, basketball games happening and different things. And I was just kind of asking them like, oh, like what is this? And and I didn't really understand their meaning of the word virtual because I was like, well, what kind of like sports video gaming is not virtual? And I was trying to even wonder like, oh, are these um, cartoon depictions of a game that has happened or is happening in real time? Is this like a recreated either by AI or, um, you know, sometimes people do that actually, like they recreate like the Super Bowl with different like, uh, like football video games or wrestling matches, like, and, and it's a badge of honor. They can really make it look like they've replicated it. But no, it turns out what the, what this was, was just a um, like simulated games uh, and they just like let it go. So like, I remember one of the Rocky movies where uh, part of what draws Rocky back into boxing is some simulation that says if he had his prime, where to box this guy at his prime, oh, he would actually lose. And he was like, he's like, no artificial intelligence. Like, give me the chance to show that like I can win. Yeah. But they were showing actually that company was some AI based on different teams and you were betting on the outcome of this game that never happened before through, but then the question becomes is like, okay, how much information do you have about these basketball teams that are playing? Is it, is it loading up kind of like fantasy sports style with like different points, the different quality of players and are you involved in drafting the teams? They had not sorted out all that much, but I think there's going to be some potential for like folks like you guys who have like advanced um, fanatic sports knowledge to be able to engage in a video game where you're not you're not even the ones playing it, but you're watching a game that has been constructed where different players grounded in reality but not, are doing something against each other and you're betting on that. So you're not just betting. So it's like it's like a third way. There's the one way of you play sports against people or, or a fourth way. You play sports against people. You watch people play sports and you bet on it. You play video games, which is a different skill, but your controller manifests in uh, visual movements that are like the sport. Well, how about your your betting on um, like uh, om omniscient player number one versus omniscient player number two? Mm -hmm. A lot of people that sounds boring and what's the point? But as you know, you know, like people people will do all like. I've yet to find the game that's so dumb that people say, no, I'm not going to do it 
It's actually sometimes the more dumb, the more fun things can be, right? <laughs> if it becomes a total joke, if it becomes, you know, like real gambling or whatever, where you're just, you know, it's 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 the uh, it's the wonderment that you might come out ahead, you might cash in, it might be a, um, it might be a windfall that is part of the excitement. Um, yeah, so sometimes things are wind up being fun because they're dumb. And uh, yeah, all sorts of other reasons why why different things might catch on as a recreation. Interesting. So it's not I, even like it's it's not even the competition of it. It's just how we interpret this challenge. And like yeah, it's, it's like you know, th- I mean, there's some people who are just absolute degenerates who will bet you know will bet on anything, yeah. right? Like, yeah. 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 Kyle just walked wall. out. Yeah. But like one of my favorite things, there's a there's an old TV show. I'm also really into politics. It's an old political TV show with Martin Sheen, The West Wing. Yes, I saw. Oh, I've I seen the entire screen. It's amazing. Get out of here! I'm surprised. Oh, I watched <laughs> it. So I'm surprised my, when people I love that show. Like watch Friends in The West Wing. This gives me hope for the future. Well, I see right. politics <laughs> nowadays, and I get depressed. So I watch them. Like, oh, why can't government be like this? I usually <laughs> give a hard time to people your age who use words like nowadays because it's like. You really have, as a point of reference, a whole lot of other days. You know? yeah. <laughs> Tell me about well, the days. But, well, but no, like, so there's one line in the episodes of The West Wing that I like where Toby Ziegler goes to CJ. He mm-hmm. goes, hey, CJ, you want to play pool? Nah. Hey, CJ, you want to play pool for money? Okay. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's, oh, my God. I do like it. And I see kind of what you're talking about. And a good example to kind of give us uh, visual representation is for our most recent fantasy football draft, we did it where there's a simulation where you put all of your names, football players on your screen, and you click play and they all run. They essentially, how it works is that it rolls a dice every three seconds, and based on how many, what the number is, one through six, it moves you up that many spaces. And whoever gets to the end first gets first place and so on. It seems like it would be almost like we were betting on our team to win by putting money on it. Like, that's seemingly what then, i understand so you're swinging back so it's like like do you guys know like the the uh, the acronym irl the idea of in real life yes. so there's there are certain people who are interested in the idea of uh and this is like boomers can't get past this you know the things that are social but happen you know, forget in the metaverse but just just in web 2 whatever that's strange to them but then you know we swing back the other way and it's like social media is becoming a whole lot more social now like Twitter spaces are huge in the uh, NFT community. Um, you know, Discord is huge in the same. Um, what I was wondering about that draft scenario that you described is, okay, that sounds kind of interesting, but then at some point does it become more interesting if we take it back to some more IRL? So you're talking about like a virtual feature. Um, you know, you're talking about some interesting technology, but then what happens if you hire like retired NFL referee to show up in pinstripes and to throw flags with one of the <laughs> as a party foul or something. Yeah. Get cheerleaders or whatever. So I, I, I love the hybrids that are possible in, in web three uh, for the different uh, in-person celebrations. So there is a, uh, there's a gaming, uh, there's a gaming NFT that I'm really into and it's called fight capital. You can check it out at fightcapital.io on um i guess open sea by way of phantom is one way to check them out but i'm a huge like professional wrestling fan that's one of my not guilty pleasures like i love love wwe AEW, all that stuff and um 
there's a there's a, a great guy in Las Vegas who owns like uh, a bar that's like a, a video gaming nerdy alternative bar. And he's got this NFT that includes a, a series that includes officially licensed art of professional professional wrestlers. Like he's got Andre the Giant on the basis of the daughter who administers his estate. He's got Macho Man Randy Savage on the basis of his manager. And so he's got like this really, really cool stuff. But for him, it's not like NFTs as trading cards. His bar has a wrestling ring in it. So he hosts independent wrestling events. So if you own his NFT that depicts like a legendary wrestler, that might get you, you know, free beer and wings to watch an actual indie um, event at his bar. Um, I'm going to be checking our Discord later because I'm a, a token holder to see if I won one of the memorabilia giveaways. Because if you have a certain number of tokens on different days of the week, you get autographed memorabilia or limited edition toys. The expansion of that that you can see um, in uh, professional sports is enormously untapped. Like there are some teams that have done their own NFTs. I'm amazed that all of them have not yet. Um, I'm amazed that uh, how the extent to which OpenSea allows um, unlicensed stuff to go up on their platform. That's absolutely nuts to me. Um, God, I, I, I'm totally surprised how behind certain technology that is Web3 and Web3 IRL integrated is. Um, it used to be like, not quite when I was your age, but at one point when I was like in my late teens, I thought we were at the end of history. I couldn't really imagine like what could be invented next. Now it's the opposite. It's pretty much anything that slows us down in our lives, anything that, hey, it would be cool if, we know that it's coming and I'm just really, really impatient about it. So like one thing for, for my baseball fans, um, have you guys ever been to like like Disney World or you've been to Disney World recently? Uh, not super recently, but I have, yeah. So like, the last time I was there bringing two of my three kids, I, I gotta go get back so the third can go. My favorite ride that I experienced there was the Avatar ride at, at Disney mm -hmm. World in Orlando. It was awesome. And mansion flight. Yeah, I, I'm going to check out. They have, they've re-released Avatar in the movie theaters in 3D um, to help promote the long-awaited sequel, which is coming out in December. Um, yep. I'm going to be absolutely all over that. What I, and that's its own like little universe depicted in, in those movies. What I really liked about the... Um, the ride was twofold. One, it was the fact that in addition to the incredible high-definition graphics, that, spoiler alert, you're sprayed with just the right amount of air and water when you're flying through it. And it's the integration of the technology and some of your other sensory experiences by way of touch and smell that make it, you know, um, a, a certain kind of reality. You know, a lot of people think about virtual reality as wearing these ridiculous goggles and just being visual. Um, you can make it more integrative than that. And I remember with the flying and some of the vantage points that you had, the first thing that I said to my mother-in-law when I got off the ride was uh, the Boston Red Sox have to integrate this technology as soon as possible. Because for all that people will pay to always sit in new premium seats, like sit on top of the green monster and all the rest, why can't there be limited special seats to have a virtual reality experience where you're in the outfield and you're like hovering over there and watching from, um, I don't know if you guys have ESPN Plus or whatever and get those different like camera views sometimes, yeah. you know, those mm -hmm. sky cams that are suspended on the string. 
I'm like, like, why can't, why can't that be a premium sports viewing experience watching? Like, why can't you be in the huddle? Um, and that's something that I be believe that um, rides have anticipated quite a bit. So again, like when we look at these like overlaps of, okay, at what point does, does crypto become like the collectibles world? Because Ethereum is a platform on which you can have contracts that have all kinds of different stuff or different features. So Bitcoin to Ethereum to collectibles is a thing. And then um, you see all this other overlap with, with the gambling gaming community. There's certain overlap with um, entertainment and hospitality and, and that sort of a thing. So I think it's an exciting time for like sports junkies like you to like, I mean, dude, you guys, you guys talk about, about sports, it, but there's like more to talk about. There's more to imagine. It's like usually in sports, you know, you beat things to death. I feel like we're in a time right now where it's like quite the opposite. Like a lot of us organically are coming up with the cool experience ideas for the in-house marketing departments and R&D people don't have to. Well, one thing I'm thinking about too is like with different perspectives. The one idea that came to mind was you're able to see cameras kind of going over the top for NFL games. What if there's a way to actually enable 360 viewing so you can actually have a 360 view from the top from being able to kind of go over the players go around it so you can actually get a limited virtual reality experience where from that perspective you can see the actual plays until with your head but you're directly over the actual I, happening yeah so like what i'm what i'm thinking about it like just peering around my room a little bit it's like so some of the memorabilia i have in my room i have like um I have a seat from the old Shea Stadium of the Mets that my wife got for me when they were tearing down the stadium. So I have stuff like that. So I, I already sort of surround myself with certain memorabilia that makes me feel like I'm in a certain place or in a certain time or in a certain place with certain people. But if I could not just like have a man cave, but if my office at a flick of a switch could turn into like Notre Dame Stadium and I could be like, where I'm standing right now at my stand-up desk, if this could be like the 50-yard line, and I'm sort of experiencing the game on the field with it happening around me, would that be sick? That would be really sick. Yeah, that's true. Or even take like highlights from teams where you have an area at the stadium, you go in, and they have like, because there are there is like 4D kind of technology and stuff available where it can throw you in there, where they have fans blowing in air, you can feel. You know, maybe rain or even oh, snow, yeah. totally. stuff like that. Like, yeah, I want to go to the Patriots really game where Adam Vinatieri kicked. You know, the snow, the snow game. Mm -hmm. where, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to experience that. And you know, this is also a great way. I'm sure we all have loved ones who are not into sports or into sports to the yeah. extent that we all are. Talk about a cool way to trick them into it because it's like, <laughs> we have any? Do we have any uh, astrophysicists in the room? I don't think so, but did any of us not enjoy going to like planetariums or like those blow up bubble things or whatever? So there's certain, <laughs> certain experiences that are really cool, even if you like, you know, experience it a little bit and you get like a cursory introduction to it. I feel like those kinds of sports experiences, you know, it would be hard for someone to say that that's not cool. I mean, heck, if we're doing that, I want to experience interstellar like that. Absolutely. Oh, that's all right. Uh, well, well, that's that's another project that I have. So, so my crypto uh, work is under the auspices of a company called Lexicon Crypto. But I also have a space tech venture capital company called Terra Launch, and we are pretty future thinking about what we're doing. 
Um, however, our, our investments have a mandate that there have to be earthly revenue in place or short-term foreseeable. So um, you just might, you know, you keep brainstorming. If you got good <laughs> ideas, uh, you might find yourself with a job with my Space Tech VC company. Cool. <laughs> hey, Austin. Nick, I know you had a question. No, I'm good. I, I've gotten every all my questions oh. out. I, I got it. My bad. Sorry. No, you're good. I mean, this was a great conversation. Anybody got more questions for Alex? Uh, he answered all mine. <laughs> cool. I guess one of the I, things well, that I, I didn't, think... didn't get to touch on is like the idea of cashless and cashless society. Like, I always thought it was funny that I was a financial services attorney and a financial advisor, like, did not have a dollar on my money clip at any given moment. Um, I've always been really down with cards. I used to be really kind of like uh, paranoid about certain surveillance, but now I think I'm pretty resigned to have different stuff embedded in my blood blood cells. I'm down with like all sorts of Ray Kurzweil nanotechnology. I just want to be able to walk into places and, you know, uh, chip technology is not good enough. Uh, app touch is not good enough. I just like want my body to be scanned and then to be like, oh yeah, he's good for it. <laughs> Put the man in. <laughs> you know, like I, you know, Jake knows this. I hate being slowed down. So I'm ready for a, a lot more of that stuff. Um, the gaming expo that I was at, I have to say, I mean, I was also in Vegas for like a Web 3X conference and I was doing a number of other things, but um, there were these huge banners about cashless and I talked with the CEO of Konami, which is one of the largest slot machine companies in the world. And, and I was at, talking to him about, um, about cashless and he's a bit of a dinosaur. And he's like, oh, we've had uh, cashless infrastructure for a decade. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. I mean, you still got to get a lot of those machines going by putting in a receipt from previous play or at least a dollar or $5 depending on the machine or you can even use any of your like loyalty points or any stuff that's been loaded on a card. The player's cards are awesome, but usually can't just stick in a piece of plastic. If you have zero cash money and you're in a casino, you're in a lot of trouble. You're going to be paying eight ninety five at an ATM machine to take out a few bucks to, to prime the pump of the machines. And that's in addition to what your bank might charge on, on top of it. Um, the technology that I saw there was probably very comparable to the technology that they had three or four years ago. I have not seen huge steps in um, accepting cryptocurrency, uh, doing really anything very different in the cashless space. Um, people who sell iGaming subscriptions or sell access to apps where you're not in a physical casino and you might have different, um, less regulatory hurdles to just be able to um, buy certain features by way of a digital wallet. Um, I'm, I'm just not seeing a whole lot of that. So uh, a lot of the cashless stuff that, that I'm working on and enjoying, I was really disappointed to see not more integrated into any kind of, of gaming. I mean, everybody's been pushed on planes to pay credit or debit for their drink and their snacks. Um, so you would think people who are know more comfortable integrating with technology directly namely people who are playing um you know very visual advanced graphic uh machines or or playing iGaming style would would spend a lot more of their money if what their money is 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 more expansive they can pay for things through through in more ways and with more currencies 
um, the more they can play. And people have certainly showed that, uh, that they want to play. Cool, guys. What am I going to play tonight? Um, <laughs> that's sports. You talked about, about gaming. Um, what am I going to treat myself to? I've been a pretty good boy today. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to go check out. I've sort well, of been... I mean, if you're just saying COD, that comes out on Thursday night, Friday morning. That is what I will be doing all weekend. So until Sunday. Until Sunday, yes. Peacock has WWE. And so oh, yeah. you lead up to different like pay-per-views. Um, you can watch like old ones and yes. there are different ones that I like to yes. reach back. So I've actually in the in the lead up to Halloween, I've been watching old Halloween Havocs and they oh, have God, been yes. a delight. Love that. Well, if we don't have any more questions for Alex, thank actually, you for one coming more. Up. Yeah, go ahead, Steve. All right. I got I got let's go with three questions. So oh my we God. got three things Oh man. So three sports have been going on right now. Who are your picks for the Super Bowl, Stanley Cup Final, and the NBA Championship? Who are your picks for all three of those? All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Bills to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jesus, talk about a fantasy quarterback that you have. These numbers are insane. It's a quarterback's league, and so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ride the Bills. Yep. Um, and then what do we got? Uh, hockey. I mean, hockey, I have an opportunity this season to um, realistically root for my favorite teams in each conference to meet. So the Bruins and the Golden Knights both started the threes, the season 3-0. and And uh, played a couple games since then and such. But um, that's a possible matchup. And since I want it to happen, I would love to see my favorite Eastern Conference team against my favorite Western Conference team. So I'll go with uh, Golden Knights Bruins in the Stanley Cup Finals. Love and, it. And then for basketball, I'm uh, so much more college basketball than pro basketball. Uh, Celtics are the right answer, so just go. You know, <laughs> well, I saw they picked up Blake Griffin, which I, which I'm pretty pleased about. I, I already I, got I, their I jersey. You know, based on what the Celtics have done with with you know a guy like Al Horford. They've shown that they can rehabilitate certain older players where it's easy to say, ah, his knees are no good anymore. Well, if you look at the way Horf, you know, Horford uh, really became a significant contributor, I think he's probably a better team leader than, than Griffin. Um, I would love to see Blake Griffin play some sort of a, you know, an X-factor role as, as a veteran, as a, as a sixth man. So, um, so I'll go, uh, yeah, why not? Let's, let, let's go with Celtics there. Yeah. The Western Conference team historically is the Spurs, but they're no good this year. So, right. can't possibly. They started out, th- no, they didn't start out 3 0. That was the Jazz. That was the yeah. surprise team in the West. Well, the, <laughs> the, no, 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 Portland is because they're 4 0. Only undefeated team left. Um, so, Alex, then who is, you said base, I mean, uh, basketball for NCAA. Who's your team to win all this year? so hard because there's so many like one and guns and everything and um it's really really true so like i mean the things that i'm watching for going into a basketball season are some of my my pet teams and seeing if they can make history so i I went to dartmouth undergraduate which um has not been in the ncaa tournament since 1959 (laughs) but but in 1959 they were not only in the final four they were in the championship game so it's like a, a different era of college basketball, and there's some folks who argue that at one point 
the NIT was the more prestigious of the two college basketball tournaments. Was so, so I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Um, I'll usually wind up um, rooting for teams that are in markets where I do business. So, <laughs> so, so that's a tiebreaker sometimes. Um, but no, I, I think actually Notre Dame can have a really, really, my, my law school alumni, I think Notre Dame can have a really strong season. They actually have a New Hampshire guy in from Phillips Exeter, who's a freshman. Um, I don't expect yeah. him to be a huge uh, contributor, but we have an amazing local point guard uh, who could be who could be a one and done. So um, I'm going to take Notre Dame to win the ACC. So that's my that's my hot take on that. Okay. And beyond that, you know, God, I, I don't know if, if Kentucky has has re-upped um, sufficiently as they often do. You know, if they if they have the 19 year old for for a year on loan. <laughs> to make something really happen we'll see but yeah i'll go i'll go notre dame let's do it okay Control. but on that oh. note alex uh, go ahead steve go nuts well uh just <laughs> random but uh breaking news uh jj watt just had his kid hey congratulations <laughs> did you watch that kid that's awesome i did not know that we said yeah, a kid? he just had a kid yeah <laughs> did you watch just born <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I joke about that. See, I can't tease you entirely. Say, oh, he had a kid. It's like, what kind of a mark are you? Like, you know, being excited about his like personal life. Like, do you celebrate his wedding anniversary? But I, I can't tease you because guess what? Like, I I remember I have an Occupy Mars T-shirt, and I bought it when I saw like Elon Musk holding his baby. Like, yep. it. I immediately yeah. immediately went online. I was like, I love Elon Musk. I need the T-shirt he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Jake, Alex. you should uh, at um. JJ Watt, get him to respond on Twitter. Oh man, we should congratulate Alex. Tom and Giselle on their wedding anniversary. Oh, stop it! Stop it! No, stop. that's bad. Stop. That's bad taste. Stop. stop. And on Alex. that note, Alex, yes. I'm going to thank you for coming on. Um, we still have some more segments. You don't need to stick around if you don't want to. I'm sure you're busy. Want to go watch some WWE? I don't blame you. But it has been wonderful having you on. Thanks for Thanks, the guys. conversation and. Thanks for letting us talk to you. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Alex. I appreciate it. Let's roll. All right, no. boys. We got some segments so, to go. <laughs> Nick, oh, what's I, next? Look, so man, we're going to make some of these quick, but we do it. Does anyone really want to talk about Zappy versus Mac Jones? Because uh, just no. really let's save it, let's just save it for next week. Were, there's the no debate. Booing Mac Jones was disgraceful as fuck. That's all I got to yeah, say. I agree. No, I did yeah. not boo him, but I yeah. did cheer for Zappy. To the fans. I don't care who the quarterback is as long as you win. It's just disgraceful to boo your starting quarterback. Exactly. To, the, to the fans that sat behind me, you don't know ball, and I hope you see this one day because you are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I still like my idea from earlier. Don't have a starting quarterback. And the other team won't know who is playing and can't predict how to play. Wait, just put um, all of our running backs out at once and have one of them be the guy. No, well, the you can switch it back. off between Zappy and um, Mac, depending on the week, depending on who the person they are playing. Aaron Rodgers, you might want to go for Zappy over Matt oh, Jones. Oh, well, yeah, I brought that up in our group. I brought that up in our group chat, but I mean, I'm pretty I'm sure I did. Going through, going through. <laughs> I brought it up a lot earlier, but um, knowing that, like, you gotta think about it. If you're a team and you're giving both these quarterbacks reps during practice, and you're trying to scout out who you want to defend against, you got Zappy, who plays the same way as Jones. Like, honestly, 
it's not that big of a difference on who you're doing going with forward with the Patriots. It's how you're going to defend how they're going to use them. Like, yes, Jones is a lot more conservative probably than Zappi is, but we still he still is my guy as the starting quarterback going forward. Let me put it this way. The old adage is if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one at all, and that's all i got to say about it. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. We got, two, we got two quarterbacks that can play. That's all I'm going to say. If I don't Jones know. They both again, look like ass last week. So, so yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, they definitely look both. They both looked awful. I know Zappi had two touchdowns, but to be honest, that felt like adrenaline touchdowns, not real touchdowns, because he looked yeah, awful. Yeah, he had, had one TD, Ramondre Randall. Uh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but he did have exactly. a nice pass to Devontae Paul. He did have a nice pass to Devontae. But, like, but again, I mean, that's it. Like, and, well, He threw what? Yeah. Five passes that were all screen swings over to Ramondre that went for 10 yards? Like, That was yeah. half of his passing. So, like, sure. I don't even want to hear it. After I'm that Devontae saying, Parker pass, I'm pretty sure it went five for 19 is the stat line. Like, he went yeah, it's not, good. It not good. All I'm saying, I guess to cap this off, is we made a mistake not re-signing Cam Newton. Thank you very much. Shut up. Oh, you made a mistake not going guys that I said, I That's the kind of back-to-back, because at least you have a thrower than a runner. At least we can't I'd rather still have Hoyer. Power runner. You sure? All right, all right. Oh, move on. Nick, so, just move on. Uh, Austin, what do you want to talk about? I know what you want to talk about. I need, about. you know you I have to go in on this. I have been waiting for this, but I have to start off with one thing. Judge, please, please come back. I need to beg you to come yeah, back. He played <laughs> like absolute doggy doo doo. Um, I played like the worst player on the playoffs. team. Okay, this so is terribly useful. I still, I need you. I love you. Okay, well, that's done. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to rip you apart because y'all sucked. And I'm going to go in on this and make uh, Nick and all the other Red Sox fans happy because I gave them crap for all year, which I'm still going to because y'all suck even worse. But. <laughs> Um, you still don't have a you still don't have a World Series or a pennant, bud. So we both are I'm about to go in on that. I'm starting off with this, Yankees. You are the first team in MLB history to go to five championship series and not make it to a World Series. You suck. <laughs> Going back to 2010, 10, 12, 17, uh, 19, and this year. I, I'm so heated, bro. I am so heated. Okay. They need to fire Brian Cashman. He's had 19 years. He's won one pennant, one championship. He is trash. He, I I don't want him. I do not want him. He trades away Gio Urshela, one of the better defensive third basemen, for a washed-up trash MVP in Josh Donaldson who pimps singles. You don't pimp a single. No one cares. You hit a single. Good job. You got on base. Like, the amount of pimped fly balls you hit. Like, get <laughs> off my team. You were trash. Go back to Toronto. No one wants you. Leave America. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to see you. <laughs> okay. What's Kyle's take on <laughs> this? 20, we yeah, paid him, uh... paying him $50 million for two years of this. $25 million again next year. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I am, I, dude, I am so mad. Uh, the Astros managers, we need to get younger and we need to get more analytic driven. The Yankees spent a, I, let me say this first off. The Yankees spent a, have spent a billion dollars in the last, I forget how many years, on analytics and look what they've gotten. You, your analytics suck. The Yankees constantly tell their fans they have their own way, their own statistics. They literally say they have their own statistics. 
how do you have your own statistics? Like, a guy hits a ball or he doesn't hit a ball. What do you mean you have different statistics than the rest of the league? I, like, <laughs> fire your whole analytics. Like, fire your whole analytics department. They're stupid. Or or you are. I don't know which one. Either the top management isn't listening or they're all just dumb. The Astros hired all of their guys at 2015 or later. Most of them are from, like, 2020 on. Or, or I think that was the last one. But either way, most of their guys are young. They're hungry. And they came from respected organizations like the Brewers. Uh, Cleveland Indians have always been at the advanced. Guardians. Top. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry, Guardians. Uh, <laughs> um, the Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> um, the Guardians are at the top when it comes to pitching, analytics, and just knowing how to develop those guys. I mean, look how many people they keep turning out from Kluber um, to what we got Shane Bieber now. Um, so all those guys. Same thing with the Rays. So they get they hired people from those organizations. The Yankees need to do that. Brian Cashman is a dinosaur. I don't know where he got his schooling in baseball because it sucks anyways. Even for old school baseball, it sucks. Um, and he is I, – I hate him. You, if you spend a billion dollars with for analytics, you should be at the top. You should be at the top of the, of the league in that. And here's the thing. The kicker for that, if you, every staff member there, senior members, they don't count towards your salary for like players and, and towards the luxury tax. So you should be paying to get the best guys and giving all your resources to that because if you do that, you save money with the players because now you get things like teams like the Rays. The Rays are so good at it that they don't pay for people and they still constantly win and they're still constantly making it to the playoffs or the championships or sometimes, you know, they made it to this uh, World Series two years ago. So the Yankees should be doing that. You guys suck. Get rid of Boone. I didn't want him before the season. I said on the podcast, I did not like the re-signing of him. We brought him back. He got us 90 wins, 99 wins. I don't think that was his his doing at all. Show me one thing that he actually attributes to. Get him off my team. Uh, get rid of Brian Cashman. Fire all the other people other than uh, there's only two people I want, and that's the uh, player development because they've actually been doing really well the past few years, um, who they've just recently promoted you know, like three years ago or something like that. I want him back. And there's one other guy, and I can't remember off the top of my head who he is. But you need to get better because the top teams in OPS against the uh, Astros this year, so that's, for those who don't know, OPS is your uh, offensive output, basically, and how good you are. Um, OPS plus, and that is kind of how we determine that. If your OPS is higher, you're just a better offensive team. The Orioles were number five. Uh, the White Sox were number four. And um, the... Blue Jays three, Braves two, and Royals one. Royals, right? Okay, one of the worst teams. What do the Royals have? They all, all those five teams in common, they don't, they have a high swing rate. What that means is, um, or, sorry, a zone swing rate. And what that means is they swing at pitches in the zone and they don't swing at pitches out of the zone. Um, wow, is that a weird concept that if you swing at balls in the zone, you're probably going to get more hits, probably going to get more home runs. If you swing at balls that are at your toenails, Yankees, you're going to lose because you suck and you swing at balls that were never a strike. The dude, it leaves his hand and it's almost at your your toes when it's leaving his hand and you're swinging at that ball. I I mean, I just can't. So uh, I don't have much more to say on this. I'm going to do a longer version of Yankees uh, obliteration that we're going to upload to the channel later on after I record it. So if you want to, if you are a Yankee fan and you see this, you want to see more, click on over to that. We're going to go on to our next segment. 
I do want to just bring up really quick that the fact that the Yankees, after the they went down three games to none, they hired a person to build like this uh, video to tape, to, yeah. to to I, I, I'm not. This is this is a paraphrasing to bring out their inner Boston Red Sox from the 2004 reverse sweep. They wanted to bring out their inner <laughs> Red Sox against the team that also the Red Sox beat the Yankees in that series. You you don't do that. You, you that was that was that even me. That was the decision. So get him off my team. Just so Justin, in 2004, the Yankees were playing the Red Sox in the ALDS. The Yankees went up three games to none over the Red Sox. Okay. The they Red were Sox up then, three in the what, up, ninth? In the ninth? Whatever it was. The Red in Sox then went back to win the next four straight to win the series. So it was called a reverse sweep. What the Yankees then decided to do this previous round is to try and replicate what the Red Sox did against the Yankees way back in 2004. A once-in-a-lifetime comeback. A once-in-a-lifetime. How many times did that happen in MLB history? It doesn't I don't know happen in baseball. That is such a rarity to even think. I think it is one. Yeah, I'm it. pretty sure it's just them. Like, it just doesn't happen. And even if it did, you don't want to do what they did. They were a completely different built team, different style team. The Boston Red Sox of 2004 literally embraced the money ball mentality. This Yankees team doesn't even know what the Moneyball mentality is. I don't even think they've seen the fucking movie, let alone even heard about it. Like, they don't know anything. They hit home runs, and that's it. And that's what they were supposed to do. And this Yankees team could not do it because the Astros can actually pitch the ball to make sure people are swinging, like Austin said, at their toenails. So the Yankees, the Yankees need to build a better team not not just this. And the people, Austin said it perfectly, that need to go are Cashman and Boone. They are done. And they, anybody they that's in go. their pocket. Anybody that's in their pocket. The problem yeah, is yeah. Hal Steinbrenner is an owner that literally said, oh, I have, you know, which I'm not saying it's not wrong, but he has uh, investors and all these other things that he has to answer to um, to make money for. And I was like, your job as a sports franchise is to win championships because otherwise we're not coming. Like, if you're going to tell me this is what you're going to do every offseason is just try to win but not really put us over the top of anybody like the Astros or the people. And you're going to tell me, because this is what's been infuriating, is that they're not going to spend money, but they still spend, like, top five in the league. So if you're going to spend money to win championships, then you have to spend the most, like the Dodgers, okay? Dodgers are choking, but they're still the best team every year because they spend the most. Or you have to be like the Rays and not spend money and try to be smart about your personnel and growing people in your organization. The Yankees right now are so stupid. They're trying to do both at the same time. <laughs> so they bring in old wash players like Josh Donaldson, who's costing you $25 million a year, more than Judge, by the way, this year, um, and the second highest on the team. And then because of that, then you don't play your young players. So you have no idea if they're going to be good. And now you're just stuck in mediocrity. And it's why I am pissed. So... <laughs> Anyways, Thanks. so that's All fair. Right. Um, we that's only have fair. one other thing to go over today. Uh, we're a little bit over the hour mark, which is perfectly fine. Uh, this probably won't take super long, but we're going to have fun doing it regardless. So eh, we've hit two hours before. Oh, Kyle, that's yeah. true. question. Yes. You keep yes. saying that we need to vote off a tiebreaker. We can do that. We should do that on the podcast. Oh, so the tiebreaker, we had someone come in and vote on it. So we do have okay, an official... Good. We do have an official winner of the NHL Bracket Challenge. Uh, congratulations to the Boston Bruins for winning 
the reverse retro, retro bracket challenge. Uh, second place was the Florida Panthers, which is a terrible take hockey Twitter. I don't know what the Bro, hell that Bro, that jersey is. is dope. I'll get to that. No, no, we'll get to that in a second. And third place belongs to the Capitals, which I love. But we'll get to the Panthers when we get to it. Well, obviously, since the Bruins won, the Bruins should obviously go into the best. They're right. Boom. They did no, win. Boom, no. Kyle, they won. Kyle, Kyle they won. The and you're... I hate it. They won your polls. They won hey, your polls, Kyle. They did. Kyle, they did win. I will yes. say for you, yes. I, I did that one that Jake hated. Which one was it, though? Glow in the dark. I voted for that one, so you're welcome. Glow in yeah, the oh, dark. The biggest one, yeah. We'll, it's we'll get to that. We'll do, no. Okay. We'll, anyway, we'll so the Bruins won, so therefore they're part of the best category. They should be one of the couple in there. Yes, I think. There's yes. A couple okay, that's fine. Okay. I okay. So we're gonna go in order here. Other than that, yeah, it's still in order. order. Uh, so the Ducks. They have one of the sickest alternates in existence. Um. I'm gonna want to put that in the. the uh, I'm gonna give it a chef's kiss. Did you even try? No, That's no. A listen, kiss category they've done crazy, this before. Bro. They've done this before. I wanted to see something new. If if they did, they have so many cool logos that they could have brought back from, and they've just used the original Muddy Ducks logo before. They've done this. Is that the one in the top they've left? They've done this. It's, it's the dope. very first one. It's the yeah. very first one. Awesome. So, it's dope. Listen, I mean, done it before, just though. kiss, baby. Just oh. kiss, baby. No, I mean, man. Kyle, I had to be fair. I'm. A, you gotta use me as a as a like a what do they call a litmus test because <laughs> I don't care and I don't know history hockey or hockey history. So I'd say I don't think it's like at the top, but I think it's definitely not like whatever you just put it. In. <laughs> I, mean, there's a slightly I was gonna say so we've sent better. Yes, I will agree to that because uh, they've done this before. It's nicely designed. Like I'm not saying it's ugly. Like it looks nice. It's just we've seen this before, and I don't like it when they've done this before. Fair enough. Honestly, that, that's all I'm, I'm saying. All I'm saying. Honestly, it's uh, it's not as ugly as the one we're about to do anyway. So. Facts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Correct. The Coyotes is dope, boy. I, I like it ugly, ugly, dude. I like orange. So it's brown. Looks, it's no. mud. Get dude, out of here. Like, it's a desert. That looks, that looks like the outfits I used to wear in elementary school. Orange <laughs> and red. They don't work again. Oh, whatever. No, whatever. I don't think it's that bad. No, no, I honestly don't think it's no. that bad. I was going to put it there. Yeah, I didn't have to put it I would say we've seen better, but okay. Yeah, sure. If you guys want to bump it up one extra, I think I only like get enough to bump it up one. I'd have it. I just kissed that ass. So I mean, no, I don't. I think, I think the colors. There are so clearly no worse ones here. That's why. Oh, yeah, that's why it isn't. Yes. That's why it isn't in the yes. bottom tier. It's just uh, not the good. Sabers. Speaking of worse ones, uh, Sabers. One. No, I was gonna put that in the "Did you even try?" Uh, category. Yeah, I, I agree. I really wish they should have done a dark version of it. I, I agree. Really it's too there. light too light it's, it's just <laughs> like it's, it's just too yeah not only is they do they just do a white jersey there's just like no other color around it. it's literally like i know what they're i'm, I'm it's hard for me because i know what jerseys these are all based off of and i'm trying not to compare it to what they're based off of but i can't not in this situation and like the original is just so much better and when you just do it in just white it just comes off as like you're not even attempting to do anything better you're just saying, yeah, white jersey smacking on. Let's move on. Hey, we love smacking things on. Uh, Calgary, <laughs> this this little stripe up here is freaking uh, dope. I love it. I love the sort um, of breaking the pattern. I do have to say, 
the original of that is so much better, but the reverse of it... The, the Flames literally are one of the few teams that took the idea of reversing a retro jersey literally what it means. They took original colors of the original jersey and reversed it. They literally did what the entire series <laughs> is supposed to be, and they're like one of the few teams to actually do that. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> I think it's hey, per- I, I think that would put it just kiss. Just I think it would be just kiss, kiss to oh, be honest. Cuz they're I one like of the it. only teams to actually reverse it. Hurricanes needs to be below this is against the law. Like that should be not be on this. The jersey itself doesn't look awful, but No. It, they did although that they literally get a zero for not following the script of the homework. Like they literally <laughs> The assignment was reversing a retro jersey. Not reversing the jersey you invented three years ago. That's not the whole point of the damn series. <laughs> their feel- jersey is literally the opposite of their current away jersey. You can't reverse <laughs> your current away jersey. Yeah, it's Get not good. Shit. I feel like the definition of you can't copy my homework is Chicago and Detroit. Yes, those two exactly- look- yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I made. The- they really the- are. That's what Bro, I made the I, to be. I hate those. <laughs> I, I, like, those so, are to be fair. probably worse than the Canes jerseys, but <laughs> I understand where they are, for, like, where, why they're placed for the yeah. so, so, to be fair, Detroit, I think, is getting a lot of hate because it is so similar to Chicago's, only because... Detroit actually attempted. They've never worn black in their history of a franchise. They've also never really worn anything different than their Exactly. They have the same jersey and same logo from the 1940s. They haven't changed anything. And, like, in the previous Reverse Retro series, they took their away jersey, swapped out the red, and added silver. It was the worst Reverse Retro jersey I have... It was the worst jersey I think I've ever seen ever made. So at least Detroit tried this time around. (laughs) Granted, they didn't try well, but they tried. They did Listen, copy the homework, though. They I have just... <laughs> very little graphic design experience, and I think I could do that. All I want to, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. All I want to say is, like I want to be. I want the salary of the people that make these decisions. Like I want, <laughs> I want up. that position. It's not good. Not it's not good. Hey, dude, can you make this? In, uh, you guys remember? Um, what was it, Microsoft Paint or whatever, like that yes. old, like, <laughs> yeah. so was like, yo, I, kept, I made this thing back in fourth grade, you like it? Yeah, put that on the Yes, sir. <laughs> oh Kyle, I don't know why, but I can't figure out what team this is. I can't either. Man, so that is, I, that is the Colorado Avalanche. They took Against a, the law. They took a jersey it's terrible. from, they took the original team, the Colorado Rockies, that existed in the 1970s. Um, the Colorado Rockies then moved to New Jersey, which is why the New Jersey Devils a reverse retro are the exact same colors and almost the identical jersey because they both took jerseys from the same exact team because they're both based from the same exact franchise. Yeah, but that jersey, that, wait, that wait, wait. jersey devil logo. <laughs> yeah, that looks way devil. better. I agree. No, I agree. The Devils did it, but the they both took the same jersey. Colorado did it shittily, and the Devils did it slightly better. <laughs> slightly. It wasn't like that much better. This this blue jacket jersey is Chef Kiss. No, like no. this is it's so no. beautiful. No, it's yes, no. it is. It is gorgeous. I do like it. Oh, no, man. I, I was gonna put it in the we've seen better from them. Because I, no, so I want the cannon. I want the cannon. 
Oh, I so want it's the cannons. It's not because the looks good. It's because you want the cannons. No. Also, oh. I don't like the black. If they didn't do black there, oh, I, I love the better. black. But... I do too. I like so, it. Anybody want to hear a fun story about the Columbus Blue Jackets founding? Yeah. What's the yes. Bruins score right now while you're doing that? So, oh, I was at, so for those of you who don't know, I'm in law school. <laughs> really? Are you? I'm in a class called Business no. Structures and Agencies <laughs> right now, and we're going over something called fiduciary duties or whatever. And one of the cases is about the Columbus Blue Jackets founding and how the original person who was trying to found the Columbus Blue Jackets, I believe it was Lamar Hunt, actually. I could be wrong, but I think it was Lamar Hunt. He ended up trying to, like, side, do a side deal, and he wouldn't do... basis of the story is Lamar Hunt wouldn't do an advertising deal with Progressive for the uh, arena, so they didn't have an arena to play in. So the partner that he had investing with him said, you know what, if he won't, I will, formed his own other investing group on the side and founded the Columbus Blue Jackets and cut Lamar Hunt out of the deal. <laughs> Straight up cut him out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry That's... for the long-winded explanation. I read that case like three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but fair Edmonton... enough. Uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I hated that uh, I hated it. Better. I hate uh, it. I want to I, like it. I want to like is, it. It's the orange that's throwing me off, man. It's. I really yeah. want to like it, but I, no, I can't I say I love it. I agree. Now, I this Florida Panthers jersey, uh, though. Put it down. It's Put it down so one dope. more. Put it down one more. Kyle, no. it won the second place. It sucked. It shouldn't have. What is it? It's the a Florida tree playing the hockey. It's not a fucking panther. They're the panthers, not the palm trees. They are the trees. palm trees. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Yeah, no, I she got that one. Good. I can't believe I'm saying uh, this, but I got to agree with Kyle a little bit. Thank because... you. No. I mean, as no. a jersey itself, it looks great. But okay. if you're this getting is... point from the purpose of this, of it's the Florida Panthers, if I saw that, and thought Florida Panthers. The worst part is these jerseys, a team, a group of people are just making these decisions. I really, it's hard Dude, to Dude, it's fight. perfect. They're the only Florida team. It makes so much Bro, sense. No, Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning are real, bud. These are the only It's still in Florida. We're not talking about Bro. birds that aren't Hold real. On, this is real yeah. stuff. Come on. I understand, no. like, it's supposed to be the reverse retros. It's supposed to be based on something. But... Just look at that. It is it's gorgeous. So yes, it's so is it fucking beautiful. Clean. Yes, it's nice looking. But you can't. The assignment wasn't make up your jersey. I don't never care what the assignment before. was. That's the assignment was a. reverse a retro, Jacob. They did not reverse the retro. Kyle. They threw on a Kyle. shoulder patch as their main logo. Kyle. We did. No. Kyle, understand I don't care what the assignment was because the okay. shit is so clean. <laughs> no. Yes, but the King's in the best tier because I also love that one. Yeah, come on. That yeah, King's jersey is absolutely amazing. That, that crowd is thing, beautiful. <laughs> it's just they've also kind of done this before, so I'm, I wasn't wowed by it, but it is nice. But it is they a retro jersey, and they've done yeah. retro jerseys before. Yes, but it's not a reverse of it. So hey, like, the Mountain Dew jersey. Hey, the Mountain Dew jersey. The subway jersey. No, the subway Mountain <laughs> Dew. Let's go. Hey, Russell Wilson's a wild fan now. Let's go. The seven. I the think that is the perfect jersey. category for it. Um, yeah. Slightly above bar. Yeah. It is nice, yeah. but it, it, it's um, nice, but 
They've also done it before. They literally did this exact same jersey for the first time, just in white. They didn't try anything new, so... <laughs> yeah, like... I, I want to... I respect this jersey, but, but I, I don't love it. love it. Dude, it's a reverse retro... You can't do a reverse retro of any sport. You have to pick a reverse <laughs> retro of a hockey jersey. They literally picked the Montreal Expos color scheme and said, yep, that works for a hockey team. <laughs> It's bad enough that the Montreal Canadiens stole the Montreal Expos mascot. Now they've got to take their colors, too. What is happening, Canadians? What are you doing? Uh, they're trying to get out of Montreal like the Expos did. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. That will never happen, though. That's never going to happen. Okay, that's kind of dope. So it is, but they did it a few years ago, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's Not like a pretty... Like, I Not like that logo. jersey. It's nice. I, I just... I wanted it in blue. I really did. There's only one team that I. There's only one team that I think can wear yellow as the primary, and it's not the Predators. It's not. Yes. Like I really think the only team that really should be allowed to wear yellow as the primary. I think the Penguins could do it. What would you do about Vegas? They're gold. gold. They're not yellow. Yellow, yellow, gold, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to this when we get there, but that's all I'm saying. So are we uh, are we all in agreement that that's uh, we've seen better here, or is it slightly which one? Above which one are we doing? The jersey, oh. the Devils. Yeah, it's slightly above par. Like, it's it's a nicely done jersey. It's just eh. I like, don't know. It's because like, I, I think top of the we've seen better tier. Yeah, I think that goes right there. I'm okay with that. Yeah, doesn't wow me. I thought Devil. Yeah. I love, <laughs> love this jersey. I still would only put it, like, slightly above par. I think it's dope. The only thing I hate about it is the is the striping. They should have kept the wave, man. The wave is what the made... Wave, wait, it used to be in a wave, bud? That it used to be dope. in a wave. That's what made the oh, fishermen... Oh, I kind of... I'm losing yeah. four now. They just want to move it down. It's about, I was about to say it's got to move down now. Yeah. <laughs> They if just that was still a wave, but it might be a chef's kiss. I mean, no cat. I, <laughs> I agree, but it's not. So no. Speaking okay. of chef's talk kiss. About a, talk, about a bl- <laughs> talk about a bland jersey. Yeah, yeah it's against the wall. No shit. No way. Get out of here. I swear to God. No. I'll put it at the top of slightly above par. I don't. How was that? Okay, no. First off. I'll be honest, I like the Columbus Blue Jackets jersey significantly better than I like the Rangers jersey. I don't think it's significantly what? better. I think it's a little bit better. Uh, I do. I do like it. Bullshit. Uh, no, no, that's just, like, no bias, just the like, uh, no bias. jersey presence. I do in general. Like, that's fine. I'm like gonna it. be like, like slightly better. No, stop it. I'm well, gonna, gonna be saying awesome. go awesome. I have third party. Do you like the, which one, like, what do you think? I think that's better. The Rangers one? Thank you. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Like, like no no bias, obviously, because I don't care about it either. I like the, the, like, it's just a simple, classic, like, blue, red, like, it looks nice. I like it. Don't get me okay. wrong. I like it. I just like the... Well, if you like that better. jersey and you want simple and classic, uh, this is your simple no, and classic. That is disgusting. That is against the law. Stop the madness. Are you kidding me? It's that looks exact same The sleeves are awful. The sleeves oh are awful. Nick, Steve, Nick. did you just say it looks sick? Kick him for the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Look at the current Senator's jersey right now. See, Kyle, Kyle, because yes. I don't know anything, I do like it a lot. No. 
Look, look at their Oh, yeah. It, no, it looks so cool. Oh, no. Joel, oh yeah, it's exactly. What they do? It's the same It's the same fucking jersey! So I want to know, when they here. were deciding this, it's like, what? Like, what's at the end of the day? It's like, oh, shit, we have to do the Senators right now? All right, let me just... I'm just going to repost this, because I got to right, go home. Take off the stripe and add a patch. That'll work. This jersey is kind of dope, though, no cap. Anyways, agree, uh, <laughs> look, what did the Flyers do? But they, like, they, didn't they, do? they didn't even try. It just looks like That's the same one. Dude, it is so bad. <laughs> That's like one of the only ones that I know. And what? <laughs> oh man! Just <laughs> wait. wait. The shitters. <laughs> <laughs> what even deserve their name there? They didn't do anything. It yes. is the same logo on the yeah. same jersey. No effort. Give to me primary fair, orange. To be fair, they have never had a different logo in their franchise history. Yeah, but at least they tried. tried. Yes, no, it's exactly. I'm agreeing. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to give a little bit slight. I mean, they, they deserve to be Kyle, where they are. They deserve to be where they are because you're talking yes. to a person who follow the NHL. I knew that they didn't do anything. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. I don't even think there's any orange in that jersey at all, and that's their primary color. Kyle, I know you're going to hate this. This is a chef's kiss jersey. No, right I, I know. I, I love like that it. Yeah. I love that. It might be like right here. It's no, it's better than the Florida jersey stuff. It's it's like it's I love the logo. I love the jersey. I think the logo being this big is important. I, I, I'm so oh, wow. glad that they went with the Robo Penguin. So, so for those of you who don't know, that all of these jerseys are supposed to be based from like '90s to early 2000s logos, and all of them have like funky names. This one is called the Robo Penguin. Um, Dude, it's dope. It's so it. sick. That, that's the original jersey, and I I wish they kind of yeah, just the original one. I wish they kind of kept the terrible striping because that would have made it so much funnier no but, i know, think they did a good job I no i agree i'm just i'm just being picky at that point like saying i yeah. wish they did, i wish they did bad striping but other than that there there is a funny meme where they compare the penguins robo jersey and they had it connecting to the flyers logo because the striping almost matched up entirely that's funny so it is pretty cool. I'm glad you mentioned okay. what retro really meant because I'm like, this is Seattle's first season. How can they have a retro? Yeah, but there's like, they have to do what they have to do. Like, they have to cool. try. It was the same situation for Vegas because Vegas only existed five years yeah, ago. Yeah, and Vegas there's memed a- on them and they got double memed on. But Vegas yeah, tweeted at them. Like, they knew, but they knew what they're doing. Um, okay, my favorite jersey, this whole thing, not the Bruins, is next because the LA Chargers have joined up. Let's go. That jersey is it's no, no, no. Put it no. It's put like, it we've seen better. No, come on, like, dude. No, we've seen better. Like it's not even based off of a jersey they wore. It's not even based off of a team. It's based off of a team that hasn't existed since the '60s. Like if our we've seen better category is where it is, it's dead in the middle of that because I yes. like the two on the left better, and the I hate the two on the right. I will say I do think it's funny. It's pretty much the LA Chargers. Like that's, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It's also a teal, not a blue, for the record. So it's okay. not even the Chargers. Okay, 
I'm just saying, yeah. Kraken jersey is dope. I love Seattle. I love like, the fact I, that they didn't have a retro jersey to uh, work with and they still made something that looked I do nice. like it because that I do so think good. they tried to make retro yes. retro striping. They tried to make a what a retro jersey might have looked like 80 I years do, ago. I do wish they had pulled out, like, an alternate logo, but I know they don't have one, so I get uh, it. They do out. have a shoulder patch, but it wouldn't have worked for, like, this type of thing. Like No, but, like, could you imagine if they did some sort of Kraken logo instead of just the S? Like, an actual sure, Kraken? Yeah. That shit would, would have really been sick. amazing. <laughs> okay. The, the stuff while we if it couldn't get any closer to this, uh, let's just, uh, I mean... Dude, oh, no. Stop. no, come on, put it back. That is not even close. They don't use that logo. That's it. That is it's not an old logo. logo. It is an old logo. That is and their it... original Dallas logo. And yeah, it... but the rest of it's just boring. What? No, I, kind of, I could go. I could go literally cut six inches of grass and put it on his arm. You would be able to tell me the difference. <laughs> yes. It's literally just two strips of grass. Like, oh, I can't. I can't say that's good. I can say it's okay because I like the logo. I don't like anything else. Yeah, if I'm a player, I don't want to put that on. <laughs> At least I they go for monster instead of mountain shit. energy. No, speaking uh, of the best, man. That, now that is fucking uh, shit. Dude, they didn't even make our final four. Yeah. Look at that's this. That's a cool Because yeah, Panthers, not even wearing a Panther as their logo beat them, which is bullshit. That's because that jersey, storm jersey is fucking look at this, dope. No, look at uh, Storm jersey, Nick. That's what it means right also, there. Also, Jake, storm. check the chat. This is like, imagine they use this symbol on there. This Kraken symbol on their jersey. They're calling oh, it the Storm oh, jersey? Look. Yeah, right there. There it is. I need better look color. That, These man. are all awful. Dude. Yeah, okay. And that's... That is so, sick. And this is a very old logo. <laughs> It's a very old, good logo. They added on to it. This is literally what the Islanders should have done. Brother. Like this yeah. right here. Like, this is much no, better than that... the Panthers. Yeah. No, it's oh, not. No, no, no. That's, that's, that jersey is that dope, but it's not better than the Panthers logo. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it could yeah, be no. the um, Tampa Bay Coconuts. I. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. No, that makes a lot more sense. Not the, Honestly, I'm not talking about the Lightning. The, the other one, Florida pa Coconuts. Florida coconuts. <laughs> I, do, uh, I do. I do think it's better than Florida, Florida but no, I did vote for Florida for the meme. So I voted yeah, the more for Florida because that jersey is just fucking awesome. Um, the more good. I look at the Florida jersey, the more I hate it. It looks. Thank awful. you. Steve. I'm not a fan of it. it. Thank you. I also it looks say I did. I didn't get a good look at that lightning jersey before right now, so it is close. Like it is very like I love okay, the jersey okay. for the lightning, but maple yeah, Speaking the maple leaves. Of, um, being god awful, did they change anything of their did they? jersey? Did they do anything? I think they just made the blue more vibrant. Uh, I'm not seeing a difference. This man. is their jersey. Two white, two white, one white. Uh... Two white, two white, two white. My bad. One more white stripe. They cut it in half and moved it up. <laughs> It's Yikes. so bad, man. They couldn't even have, like, look at the Yikes. Yikes. Their 90s logo is so classic because it's what you grew, we grew up with. Like, Nick, like you can't read the text. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who cares? Why, why just could make a yikes. Done, uh, like, you could have done so much with this. <laughs> and we thought it couldn't get worse. Anyways, um, 
This is a W of, of a logo, of a, of a jersey. I love it. I like it there. Why am I struggling right now? What do you mean? Nothing. No, that's fine. Uh, it's a good jersey. I think slightly above par. Is where it's, it could be a chef kiss as well. It's very close. It is a good jersey. It didn't make it to the four, Man, I think. I don't like it. I really don't like it. Really? Kyle, the sun, <laughs> not, no, not the time. No. I'm just saying it's, I don't know it's what okay. it is about it. I really don't. I just don't like it. But things I do like, that one's coming up. I hate the <laughs> Vegas go. jersey. No, stop. I hate no, it. No, it's boring. No, it's boring. fucking it awful. It's very it boring. Slightly it above. Glows, that one. It glows in the dark. I That's don't awesome. care. You should. It's hey, 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 Kendall, how often is, are, is it dark in a hockey rink? That doesn't matter to me. I yes, yeah, it, it does. It like a hockey rink that didn't pay their electric bill. We're never going to see. Look! Look up what it's supposed to look like in the glow in the dark. I just want oh, people Drew's to be able to see so it. Oh, gonna be so cool. We don't pay our electric bill and the light goes out. Get out of here, Kyle. <laughs> it looks so good, man. I also have a thing for script jerseys. I do love it because that's my favorite team. That looks so mm. much cool. Like the it's oh so my god, the gold yeah. jersey looks better, but this jersey looks dope. But whatever. I, I would prefer that, that than just Vegas in the front of it. That's dumb and boring, Kyle. I know. You guys are boring. <laughs> Wait, they used to have like, like Las Vegas Thunder the, team. Uh, oh, See, look at that. that. Come on. Look, that Vegas. looks so cool. That yeah, looks cool for, for three seconds second, when no they turn the lights off. No, no way. Way. Like, oh, it's not no, 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 no. I'd still no. buy the jerseys. It's, 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 it's in the we've seen better category. That's really we've where seen, it's at. Uh, we've seen better. We've seen a lot. First better. one, I like the first yeah. above, above them all. If it's in that, no, right. I would take the Panthers jersey over that crap. Yeah. Oh, I would too. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, this jersey. Really okay, love, this jersey. The sick. logo sucks, but the jersey itself is fantastic. The, did you just no, say the logo no. sucks? The logo dude, looks I love did that. Did you jersey. just say the logo sucks? I do. I do. I think it sucks. I really don't what? like the logo. I love that logo. What? I don't like the that coloring with it. Cool. No, I, I don't like the coloring, cool. man. Um, no way, man. Nick, I don't that. like this coloring. So dude, that is so awesome. That looks cool. That, that is cool. looks sick. Oh, it's beautiful. No, it's the best. It it did win. It, it, no, it's right next to the Panthers, I'd say, actually. Because it did win third place, so I'll agree with it. That's why I put it originally. Yeah, so. I, think the, I like the Penguins better than that one, though. Okay, is I don't. No, I don't. But that's it's your opinion. So it's okay, fair. this is the definition of average, but in a good way. Like, it's yeah. like, but you know, right. it's like the bottom of yeah. slightly above par, right? Like, it's I like agree. average. Like, I would wear that jersey, but I would buy that jersey over other yeah. They've just done it before too, man. So like, I'm yeah. kind of getting sick of that logo. Like, they've used it to death. And um, yeah, that jersey is garbage. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what is this? Like, um, so okay. I think you're even lower. You need another little... tier, Nick. I feel to, just to give you a little history. <laughs> so hold, hold on, Jake. Let me just give you like a brief history. So it is based on what the original St. Louis Blues jersey was supposed to be, but the original jersey was rejected because of how god awful it looks. So they rejected the original design of it, and then they decided, yeah, let's bring back the original design of what it was supposed to be. So this is better. This is. I better. hate that jersey. No, it it's is better, better than this. It is though. It is still better because <laughs> yeah, it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, so, three hundred dollars for these jerseys, man. Looks like a uh, bubble. 
That's really I feel uh, I feel obligated to step up in defense of this jersey. My girlfriend's dad is a Blues fan. <laughs> okay, no. You so, um, out of any respect, I have to put it in the did you even try category. <laughs> no, you're outvoted. Sorry, no, Jake. No, it's got to yeah, go no. below. You need another one. <laughs> a for effort on the defense, but they're called a for the effort. They're the St. Louis Blues, not the St. Louis Yellows. So uh, sorry. Yo, the Blues uh, refers to the music, not the color. Yes, even that. That's even sadder. Wait, what? this isn't working. Wait, sorry. It's sorry, got sorry. the nice little jazz note. It looks so nice. I, I mean, I don't love the vibrant yellow, but like the logo is kind of cool. No. I can see where Jake's right. going with it, and I could tell that that was a music note. Oh, yeah, I know what it's for. Oh, yeah. I just still think the jersey's got off. Yeah, the bad jersey. I thought he was going to say if you had a bad day, like the song. <laughs> uh, anyways, so, uh, yeah, if you had a bad dream, but you weren't asleep, so. Uh, Bro. I think it's a, it a pretty good list. I can't complain, I can't. So well, we, that was, do we want to move any jerseys? Final final thoughts on some jerseys? Nah, we we got it basically right. We're, We're good. There's no there's no dissents here. Wait, uh, wait, you know I have to look at something. Go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. Uh, just the fact is, uh, that Coyotes jersey should be in. This should be illegal. See, you say that, say. but it's brown. Dude, but hold up, look at that original. Look at that dude. Purple it's jersey. that purple jersey is it's iconic. Dope. It and is pretty dope. And that probably decided to. Like, this, this is no, also dope, by the way. I hate that green. Yeah, dude, the see, orange I, and maroon is just gross. I don't I, see. I like that. It's the, it's the desert, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it looks that, better than the purple, but I do think it looks cool. I'm with you, Nick. I think that one's not that bad. Fucking awesome. Uh, I, I'm it literally you. looks like no. what I wore in elementary school. I'm not joking. I <laughs> no, wore no, I that bet, outfit. <laughs> I bet you wore the bumblebee jersey at the bottom. Wait, what? <laughs> the blues. Oh man, no, I was never. I did. I never wore yellow. Nothing. Oh, did anybody have that yellow retro. with the smiley face on it? You remember that the smiley face shirt? Like a wall <laughs> all shirt? Anybody? Yeah, anybody the wear wall that? Wall? <laughs> no, I did. I had oh it. my god, I had one. Someone gave it to me for a Christmas. Mom, this That's is cool. god ugly. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to grab a screenshot of this to throw up on our Twitter, but did we have anything else anyone wanted to do today or talk about? Um, I think we're uh, good. I do just have one quick shout-out. Um, Phil um, Kessel, Phil the Thrill, just tied the all-time Ironman streak record for hockey. So he is... Uh, what does that mean? Uh, most consecutive games played. Played. In yeah. NBA, so you're welcome. He is uh, second, tied for second place right now. So Go Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Just tied, uh, uh, so there you go. He's uh Phil the Thrill is on pace to uh to break that record. He also almost scored his four hundredth career goal last night until the NHL rule book decided it had to be followed. Um because they ruled the goal offsides and had to disallow the goal. Yeah, so, what the heck? Not, I'm not going to lie to you. Rules were meant to be bent. <laughs> exactly. They should have allowed it just for Phil. D- dudes only diet consists of hot dogs. I'm just saying. D- honestly, he's, he's an icon. I, I can Let's tell you right now. 2-1, baby. 
I can tell you right now the rules are meant to be bent because Justin Fields never gets a roughing the passer call. Oh, Ever. okay. Well, Ever. That's where we end the podcast for this week. Thank you guys so much for watching episode 34. We do very much appreciate you and hope you enjoyed our very first special guest. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thanks so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for stopping by and taking a look. We will see you guys next week.